Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hey friends, let's talk about how to create one-on-one coaching offers. Now, I love one-on-one coaching. I think one-on-one coaching is like the crown jewel of coaching. And somebody asked me the other day on Instagram, it just seems like everybody's doing like programs and courses nowadays. Like, is anybody doing one-on-one coaching anymore? And I just wanted to shout it from the rooftops. So many life coaches are doing one-on-one coaching and they, so many are making money. So many are successful. There are so many humans out there seeking one-on-one coaching. And I want you to know that I know that courses and programs are being pushed a lot as like an easier way, less time intensive way to make money. And mm, not really. (laughs) I think that this is not the topic, but I am going to, I do want to touch on this a little bit. When your courses and programs, when they do become a legitimately easier way for you to make money, like a less time intensive way, it's usually like 98% of the time, it's usually from coaches who have put in a ton of time in you know, perfecting their craft and getting a deep understanding of their market. And they're able to deliver at a high level and sell at a high level right from the get-go. And that is unfortunately not the vast majority of people that I see out there who are trying to sell courses and programs. I think sometimes there are people who sell courses and programs right out of the gate without having a lot of one-on-one coaching experience, and they still manage to be really successful. And that's usually because they have like very specific, like industry specific niche and very particular expertise in that, that doesn't necessarily have to come with a lot of one-on-one experience that is usually required to build up your skill and confidence. And those are the minority of cases. So I kind of want to bust that myth, you know, to begin with that courses and programs are an easier way to make money. Like when you do the math in your head, it might seem like it, but level of mastery of both your craft and in your business skill that it takes to actually have it be the kind of, you know, easy income that you want, it's probably a lot more than you think. And my personal opinion is that that time is way better spent you strengthening your foundational coaching chops. And at the same time, you're strengthening your foundational business skills. I hate to say it, you guys, There is just no shortcut. There is no magic answer, you know, offer structure, funnel, like there's nothing that allows you to kind of shortcut the personal growth and the professional growth that you need to undergo as a coach in order to have the kind of business success that most people are after. And I am such a believer in taking the long, honest, sustainable path where you're not just in a rush to make as much money, as as much passive income, whatever, as quickly as possible, but you're really here to build a really strong foundation for a lifetime's work that's going to leave a legacy, right? So that's sort of what I'm about. Now, there are caveats and nuances to what I'm saying. So if you're like, 
I really feel like I'm the exception. I want you to believe in yourself and go take action. I'm not God, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but generally, this is my observation. Now, having said that, let's talk about how to create coaching offers, one-on-one coaching offers. And I want to start by talking to people who are sort of in the beginning stages of building their coaching business. Let's say you just decided that you want to be a coach or you just went through coaching school or you are going through coaching school and you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to go, you know, create an offer and actually coach people and take money that I can have a legitimate business. That's so exciting, right? So I want to share with you my philosophy on how to design your very first coaching offers It might be your very first or maybe you're just getting started. So these guidelines might help anyways. So here's the thing. In the beginning of your coaching career, in the earlier stages of your business, and I, and I define that as like, you're not really sure how to make money as a coach and get paid and get paying clients. Or if you do, it's very inconsistent and you're like very confused about I take that back. Not that you're very confused, but it doesn't feel like a predictable, solid thing to you to have clients come to you and offer to pay you money. So that's what I define as like the early stage of your entrepreneurship, early stage of your business. Everyone goes through it. I went through it. In this stage, in my opinion, you only have one goal. It's not to hit five figure months. It's not to decide on a niche and, you know, figure out what your coaching methodology is. It's not any of those things. If you're in that stage of business, you have one goal and that is to get as many bodies in front of you to coach as possible. So you can sort of rack up as many coaching hours as possible with as many different people as possible for you to be exposed to as many different experiences as possible. Bodies in front of your face. That's it. As often as possible. I think that if you made that your goal, you are going to grow as a coach and as a business person way faster than anybody else who's trying to like hack like a a strategy that's going to like take them to whatever. If you just focus on getting as many bodies in front of you to coach as possible. So here's what I mean by that. You got to do whatever it takes to make it easy for people to say yes to being coached by you. So that also means in the beginning, I don't want you to be too attached to like crafting an offer, designing an offer. You know what your offer is? Your offer is whatever makes it easy for the person in front of you to want to experience coaching with you right? So maybe you're talking to a friend and you, you know, start talking about a subject, you know, something that they're struggling with that you can help with. You can say, hey, do you want, you know, I'm a coach. Do you want to try coaching? You know, like a session. It's on me just so you can experience it. I think I can really help you with that. Boom. You have a single session. You are going to log that one hour of coaching. Then you're going to get that one hour of experience And you're going to get that one hour that's going to build your confidence and skill. And that's sort of the payment that you're getting for that one hour of coaching, right? And let's say you're done with that friend for that one hour and their friend's like, hey, this is really great. Uh, I would actually like to continue. Like, can we do a few more sessions? And I don't want to take advantage of you. So, you know, I don't, 
I can pay you a little bit of money. And let's say the friend is like, well, I don't know, like, can I pay you like, I don't know, $80 for another three sessions? You know, that sounds, that's what I can do right now. I don't have more money, but I would love to work with you. You say yes. Okay. You say yes. You say yes to, I mean, you know, there's a subtle difference here between making it really easy for the person in front of you to say yes to working with you and kind of like devaluing yourself and, and sort of like groveling, right? So there's a very clear energetic difference. Like, you know what? I love coaching. I know this is going to help you and I'm just going to make it easier for you. Let's do that. There's a very clear energetic difference between that and like, I'll do whatever you want me to. Like, that's very different. I want to be very clear. I'm not talking about devaluing your time, devaluing yourself and kind of, you know, sort of putting yourself in a weird energetic position of like begging them and groveling. That's not what I'm talking about. So want to be very clear. You want to come from your power. You want to come from the joy of this work. Like, I love coaching and I know it changes lives and I'm so excited for you to experience it and I'm in the process of building my business right now. I just want to make it easy for you to say yes and experience it. It's a win-win for both of us, right? I get more experience and you get this life-changing coaching, right? Make it low stakes for them because guess what? I want it to be low stakes for you too, I don't want you to freak yourself out and put yourself in this box of like, okay, well, this is my, you know, container and it's this many sessions and it's this much. And I have to, even though I've like not even taken that many people through it, I have to like believe it. And so that's stressful, right? When you're in that stage of business where you're not used to having that many people pay you for coaching, guess what? You don't have an ideal client avatar. You don't have a niche. You just don't right? And you don't have an ideal offer that's going to magically turn on the flow of clients. The thing that's going to magically open the flow of clients for you is you coaching as many human beings as possible, getting bodies in front of you as much as possible so that you can build that foundational skill and confidence as a life coach. Once you have that, here's what you want. In the process of coaching as many people as you can, as many bodies as you can in front of you, your job, like the goal of that is to get over your fear of having a body in front of you and build the confidence in yourself that anyone could could be in front of you. It could be the president of the country. It could be a homeless person. It could be the cashier at the supermarket. It could be your boss. It could be your sister's boyfriend. It could be anybody. They could be put in front of you and you could help them In a given amount of time, I don't know, half an hour, an hour, they're going to walk away with a transformation. That's what I mean by having the foundational skill of a coach. Can you help a human being in front of you, whoever it is? Can can you help them walk away with the transformation, right? If you are not like a resounding fuck yeah, go create that confidence. Go create your skillfulness, right? I think... In the beginning, what trips you up in business the most is your lack of confidence in yourself as a coach. And I don't think that's a sales issue. I don't think that's a marketing issue. I don't think your lack of confidence in yourself as a coach is something that you should just, you should try to solve via business strategy. I think it's something that you solve by getting better at coaching and learning how to trust yourself deeply as a coach. And that comes with putting lots and lots and lots of bodies in front of you wherever possible to coach, right? So 
That is a long-winded way of saying the right offer to have, the right one-on-one coaching offer to have in that beginning stage is whatever makes it easy for the person to say yes to you. You can go change up your offer as you go. Okay, so I did those few sessions with my friend and now I'm talking to this, you know, former colleague of mine who's who's interested and they they want to work with me for a month or I suggested working together for a month on a whim and I suggested this price and they they were like, "Sure." And so I'm going to do that. You don't have to make a decision right? You can have a sense of like, hmm, I think this would be fun. And, you know, you could try making different offers, see what lands, right? If some, in the beginning, I remember I was so happy, like anytime anybody wanted to, you know, give me their time and attention for coaching, because it meant that I got to do what I love. It meant that I got to, you know, have the experience to grow my skills and potentially walk away with walk away with an amazing testimonial. I got so many amazing testimonials in those early days when I was just building up my confidence and my skill from all these people who were singing my praises about how much my coaching helped them. And these were these were like one-off sessions, three three-off sessions, right? And all of those piles of testimonials in the beginning were critical to helping me believe, hey, I'm a good coach. Hey, I get people results. Hey, put anybody in front of me. I can help them get a transformation. That is what you're after. And that is such a strong, wonderful foundation that you can build an amazing business from, right? Without that foundation, any niche you're going to pick, you're going to struggle. With that foundation, you can make any niche work. You can make any business structure work, right? So I really want to highly encourage you to be flexible, be playful, be open, right? And try saying different prices out loud and just see how it lands. It's supposed to feel awkward at first. If you're like most people I know, if you're like me, it's probably going to be a little awkward to say prices out loud. Talking to a lot of people and offering them coaching for at whatever price, whatever structure makes it easy for them to say yes, like part of that practice is just you getting in the habit of saying, hey, um, how is this much? Oh, you can't do that? Okay, we can do it for half of that. Right now, it's really important for me to, you know, get this practice and I would just love to give you the opportunity to, to experience this, right? You can just be honest about it. You don't have to pretend like you've been in, in business for 10 years. That's, you know, people don't care. People don't need that. And when you're authentic and you, when you're really owning where you are, that is what builds trust. So, That is my advice for those of you in the beginning. Don't be too precious about getting the right offer, getting the right pricing. The right offer is always whatever makes it easy for the person in front of you to say yes. But again, caveat, you have to come from your power. You have to come from the pride of knowing how this work changes lives. You don't have to beg. You don't have to gravel. That is not coming from power. Like meeting them where they are from a place of feeling like, I have this amazing, precious gift to give, and I want to make it easy for you, easy for you to say yes and benefit from it. And hey, if you don't want to experience coaching, it's totally fine. You know, it's no pressure, right? But just practice having as many of those conversations as possible. It really is the best foundational business training. It really is the best coaching skill training. And I see so many people suffer because they skip this part. Okay, so secondly, let's talk about what happens when you're a little bit past that stage, 
right? So you're not completely new. You know, you have clients. Maybe it's not super consistent, but it's no longer like a new experience for you to be having coaching clients. And your self-concept as a coach is also you know, a lot more solid than it was in the beginning. Like you're not like surprised that you're a coach. Everybody knows you're a coach, right? So if you're in that, I want to say that intermediate stage, what I see people struggle with the most when they're in that intermediate stage, when they're really like in the mode of like, okay, I want to grow this business. I want consistent income. I want to reach this income milestone. The thing I see people struggle with the most is having offers that are often too long and involve too much commitment from both you and the client and feel kind of too heavy and clunky to sell. And okay, this is not everybody, but this is a problem that I see very often. Like you, you'd be trying to build your business and you'd be selling this, you know, six month offer. And that's the only thing you sell. And it's like multiple thousands of dollars. And honestly, like it stresses you out to have to like say it, but then. I think a lot of people pick up ideas from looking around them that like to be taken seriously as a coach, you have to have these long packages that cost a lot of money, right? Or that's the best way to build an income because like, it seems like when you're doing the math in your head, it's like, oh, if I charge, you know, $5,000 and I only need this many clients to blah, 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 right? So it seems like having a very high ticket, high commitment, high involvement you know, offer is going to be like, make things super easy, except that's not really how it works. What often happens is that you don't yet have the capacity to carry. It's almost like, yeah, like you haven't built the capacity to exude confidence and certainty about that long of a commitment and that big of an investment. And at the same time that you're selling, you're trying to believe in in the offer. You're trying to believe that they're going to get those results. You're trying to believe that you can carry this whole thing when it feels a little precarious to you, right? And I think sort of the biggest enemy is this idea that you need these long, involved, committed, you know, huge commitment of offers in order to get clients amazing results, in order to feel like a real coach, in order to have consistent income, enough income, And I think those are all lies. I think the best kind of coach and the best place to be, like emotionally, if you're a coach, is knowing that the length of time isn't what determines your client's results. I, from the very beginning, I felt like you could have one conversation with me, one hour with me, and I can change your life because the coaching tools that I'm going to teach them that we're going to you know, explore together are going to change the way that you see the world, right? Like it's such a difficult paradigm to work with when you think somebody has to go through my whole program for six months in order to get results. Like that's heavy. What if you believe the opposite, which is you only need one conversation with me to change your life. Two conversations, even better. You know, a month long, conversation even better but it's it's just like different versions of good rather than it needs to be a certain length of time in 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 order for the client to get results i just see so many unquestioned beliefs that people are believing and sprouting to each other like you know 
no meaningful change happens in under whatever number of months or you need like all this shit is going to come up so that you need to like walk them through all these things and they have to learn all these things. You have to teach them all these things in order for them to get the get transformation. I feel like that's a very heavy handed you know, way of approaching things. And ultimately, that's not really what coaching is about. Coaching isn't about cramming a bunch of knowledge down your client's throat. It's not about leading them through a set series of steps. Coaching is about being present with them, right? Coaching is about, you know, getting them to see their own reality differently, getting them to see themselves differently. It's about having an experience together. So there's no like time, like it has to happen by this point or it has to follow this time frame. I feel like that's a very, it's kind of a misunderstanding of what, what the essence of coaching is about, right? And so for those reasons, a lot of people, you know, get stuck on thinking it has to be this long and then it has to be this much, feels very heavy for the coach, feels heavy for the client. The coach gets nervous selling it because they're trying to believe that like, oh yeah, $5,000, it's worth it, right? They're trying to believe it and they're selling at the same time. And nothing is worse than trying to sell something that you're trying to believe it at the same time. Let me tell you, the offer that's going to make you the most amount of money, the offer that's going to be the most likely to give you consistent income, high income that you want, is the offer that's the easiest for you to sell. It's the offer that's the lightest on your nervous system, the offer that feels like a joy, like it's not a struggle. You don't have to try to believe in it. It's like, oh, that's easy. That's fun. I can totally carry that. It's not a problem for me to offer. It's not a problem for the client to to buy it. It's all just like easy and fun. And like that, when you have that energy about your offer, that's what sells. You can have a high ticket offer that you have difficulty energetically carrying. And by the way, you might be wondering, how do I know if I have difficulty energetic, energetically carrying a high ticket, high commitment, long offer? Very simple. Are you selling it? Do you struggle to sell it? If you struggle to sell it, that means it's heavy right now, right? That doesn't automatically mean you got to go change your offer, but just note that the results always speak the truth. If you have a high ticket offer and you're selling it consistently, people want it all the time, then none of what I just said applies to you. You obviously can carry the offer. It's not too much for you. It does feel light on your system. But if you're struggling to sell this kind of offer month after month, like that you already decided it has to be this, I'm not allowed to change my offer. It has to be five months. It has to be nine months. It has to be this many thousands of dollars. And you're struggling and struggling and struggling to sell it. It's a problem. It's a sign that it's too heavy. You got to make it lighter. I want to repeat because it's really important. The offer that is most likely to make you the most money, the offer that's likely to sell the most is whatever feels easy and light on your system. Like, oh, that's a no brainer. Like, I don't, it's so easy to say the price because it's like, hello, that's really easy to pay. And it's really easy to do this work because Again, this container, it's, it's easy, right? And you knowing that you don't have to teach them everything. You don't have to take them through every single cycle. It's just you being present with them is going to be enough. And of course, knowing that, Hey, at the end of six weeks, at the end of three weeks, 
they totally, you know, a lot of them will probably want to continue with you, right? So I really want to offer this idea that to consider, you know, cutting your offer into a smaller chunk and change your thoughts around it so that you are selling something that is really easy for your unconscious mind to get behind. And instead of seeing it as like a compromise, see it as like a fun pivot, right? Like we're going to switch things up a little bit. How about, you know, and make it lighter and more fun for everybody. Like how about this offer? And have fun with it, right? So I guess my point, like my main, (laughs) the main thing that I want to get across is because I see this being a common mistake, a common thing that people struggle with is that just notice if your offer feels too defined, too rigid, like you decide it has to be this and it's it's heavy, it's too long, it's difficult for the client to say yes to because it's difficult for you to carry it, right? I invite you to brainstorm ideas for what kind of fun results that people can get in much shorter containers, like three weeks, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, right? What focused work can we do? They're going to come in, do this work, have a huge, amazing transformation, get out, and then maybe they totally want to work with you again. They're going to tell all their friends about how they had this amazing six-week experience, right? It's just easy. And again, I see, I hear this fear of like, oh, that means I'm going to have to enroll so many more people. I don't want to be enrolling people all the time. Well, guess what? Isn't enrolling a lot of people and making all that money better than not enrolling anybody and not making any money at all? And like trying to sell your giant offer over and over and over and running up against the same mindset blocks again and again, right? Just be willing to do the work. Be willing to let as many people experience the magic of your coaching as possible. So are there instances when it is right to have a, like a longer, higher commitment, higher price offer? I think that, so first of all, there's no right or wrong. You can do whatever I want. You can ignore everything that I say and say, whatever Simone says, I'm going to do this because I really believe in this. Go ahead. I would, I love for you to be the example that deviates from what I have seen to be the norm. (laughs) But I think the right time, quote unquote, right? I think an aligned time, the time that makes it easy for you to grow in a seamless way to lengthen your packages or to increase the price or to make it, you know, more specifically niched or whatever to make a decision in that direction is when you have such a, like a saturation of experience in your current offer structure. And it's very, very clear that the demand is there for however you want to do it next. So, so for example, let's say you've been selling this four-week program, four-week um, coaching package over and over and over again. And let's say you are so good at selling it, like you, your confidence in it is so solid. The results you get, people are so solid. Lots of people have gone through it and you feel amazing about it and people keep coming back for it and people keep asking for more. Like if that's the experience you're having, you know that you can expand that program to be longer and people will buy it because people are telling you right? That's very different from you kind of like spinning out of thin air. Like, I think my offer should be five months because I feel like that's how much I needed. That's another very common pitfall, by the way. Like, 
making decisions based on what, like I, it took me this amount of time. So therefore it's going to take all my clients this amount of time. And if it's shorter than that, they're not going to get results. It's a very common pitfall. So please watch out for that, right? Like I always say, like, don't impose your own limiting beliefs <laughs> or your limiting or your past limiting experiences on your clients. Something might have taken you eight months, but it might take your client a month and a half, right? Something might have taken you three months to understand, but it might take your client one conversation to ask, uh, I mean, to, to understand. Or sometimes the reverse is true, right? Sometimes it took you really quick to get something, to get a transformation, and it might take a client a longer amount of time. Either way, it's not a problem. What I'm saying is don't go in there with assumptions that are very rigid about how long something has to be based on what, you know, teacher of yours said or based on what your experiences was. Don't get locked into assumptions. Always be open to being wrong. Being, having like a pleasant surprise of like, oh, it turns out you can do this work in a lot shorter of a time. Sometimes it turns out people need longer and they're very happy to resign, right? So when you are generating consistent business with an offer that feels light on your system, with a price that feels light on your system, you're like, oh, that's no problem. It's not a problem for me to ask for that money. It's not a problem for people to pay. That's what I mean by it's light on your system, right? And you're consistently getting sales and you're actually working with people and you are learning so much about what your people need, what they're thinking, what they struggle with. And you understand, you know, because they're telling you, you're not like spitting out of thin air. They're telling you, oh, you know, I, I would like to come back. I would like to experience this work for, for this work for longer. That is when, based on all that experience, that is when you change your offer structure. So that is not everything that I have to, to say about creating coaching offers. But I think for those of you who are in the stages of like getting your business to a point of, you know, uh, predictable, sustainable income, these are some of the issues that I see the most and how you can, you know, bypass unnecessary suffering <laughs> by really focusing on doing as much good work as possible and really letting the work, letting the conversations, letting your experience on the field, your clinical experience, actually coaching human beings, drive your decision-making around designing offers as opposed to like theories from the internet or something that a business guru said was going to work or a marketing strategy or niching strategy, whatever. Always, always your experience with actual human beings and all the experience that you kind of stack up as you stack up the hours to become a master of your craft, that is always going to be the very best guidance. And if I could just repeat, because <laughs> I'm pedantic, <laughs> one last time, please, in the beginning, don't get locked in. Be willing to be flexible. Be willing to be playful. Be willing to, you know, break whatever arbitrary rules, you know, people told you you have to believe in to make it as easy as possible for as many people to say yes to coaching as possible. Get creative this. I truly, truly promise you, like from the bottom of my heart, if this is what you focus on, you are going to be so much further ahead than so many other people who are looking for shortcuts and hacks and who are looking for certainty in, you know, business strategy that 
can honestly only come from the work that you put in to become really good at your craft. All right, my friends, that's what I got for you today. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time.